You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. The 24th day of July, Sunday morning. This is what have been Saturday night music back in the day. It's Sunday morning now. Power of power. Well, it's, still it's still Saturday night music because Lenny Pickett plays a Saturday night live band. There you go. Yeah. Anyway. I always wanted to hear that, that horn section, man. I always wanted and a lot of those regional guys still play with them, you know. I missed opportunity. They came and played. Oh gosh, they, 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 not too long ago they played somewhere in town, and I missed the chance to go in here. I played that for you. Yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah, man, DJing for you. We got some music here. Eric Slaughter is uh, our producer. Been part of you have you've had a major part of today's show, sir. From officiating conversations to, to Maryland and, and and everything else, and I want to thank you for. The, the various contributions you have made to this morning's show. And I want to thank you for letting me know they need patrons or actors to go to strip clubs. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, ah. yeah. That's the best news that, you gave me all day. Were you going to go, though? You better believe it. Well, you got to submit yourself, and you got to oh, be I thought you just, I thought you just, am I just going to the strip club? No, I, 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 I ain't asking you that, man. Oh, yeah, that you yeah, well, yeah, I might go to the casting director, you, too. I might. No, you ain't got to go, no, but you got to submit your pictures, and you got to find, <laughs> you wow. got a day where nobody's going to bother you for about, 12 hours? Oh, dear. As long as you don't call me. I long, well, that's, then somebody <laughs> may bother you. Okay? Other than that, you good? I'm good. Okay. All right. Then submit, because they are looking for fresh faces. Have you ever been on set since you brought this up? No, I tell you, you I've been listening to you for years and years doing this. I used to watch you on Fox 5, and um, you've got me convinced that it's about that time. It's he, was, just, he, he wasn't wearing that Merlot sport coat, was he? I think it was a... Um, Y'all can have that coat, by the way. Y'all can have that. You can have this coat. I ain't wearing that coat no more. It gave me some. It gave me some bad luck. Merlot. Yeah, it was. It was nice. It It wasn't a Shiraz or or, or Cabernet. It was Merlot. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, he said it was Merlot. Merlot. Go figure. Uh, Anyways, top of the hour. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And I again be surprised if you pull a nugget out for this, but want to reach out to the fine folks in Bonanza. 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 Okay. Bonanza, Georgia. Y'all know about that. Little Joe and Haas. Yes. Clayton County. Down okay. there. Population just under, you know, 4,000 folks. Located in, like I said, located in Clayton County. Bonanza. Is that Georgia. down there where the river pops up? I don't know where the river pops up down there. I just know that Bonanza that's is where there. The, that's where the river pops up. Okay. It, it's under the city. It runs right. As a matter of fact, it runs under the airport. Well, that that's the that River would there. make me worry about a sinkhole at some point. You know, there was a problem with that. Um, a few years back, 
there was some like like antifreeze, some some something they were using to treat the planes. Now that would be a story if they had antifreeze under the. No, city. well, is what I'm saying. There was something they were treating planes to get the you know to defrost okay, planes. You okay. use that stuff to defrost planes, but somewhere wherever they were storing it was leaking Ooh. under the ground under and was getting into the river, which is underneath the airport. And is that a water and they were drinking concerned source? About, I think some of it is. Uh-oh. And so that, that, so that, that, that was a few years back. We got a Flint, Michigan thing going on well, here. Well, it was, it's, it's the Flint River. Well, this was back early. Too. That's the name of the river. It's the Flint I, River. W- wow. This is coming full circle. Yeah. All right. Go <laughs> but, ahead. But, but, I didn't know this. Well, the Flint River runs under, under the city. And it pops up in Clayton County. And then by the time you get further down, it's a real river. Get down right. Albany and runs into Bainbridge. Kirby Smart's. Home. I always get that confused with you know who and, and yeah, yeah. God bless her. We miss her something, don't we miss her something? Larisha, <laughs> Larisha, new mama. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Larisha and the twins. Yeah, shout out. To, but you know. I always got her place confused with Bainbridge, yeah, and yeah, she's and, from and Brunswick, Brunswick. And you call it swamp area or something like that. You make fun of it. She ain't happy about that. Yeah, it is, it is a swamp down there. It's swamp things up under the house. What's that up under the porch? I don't know, but don't go down there. It's, you know, leave her alone, man. <laughs> Sam and Greg here. We're going to be uh, talking they have, they have, to Joe. Of a house pits. We're going to be talking. Hey, you know what I'm dealing with now? And and this is, you know, every once in a while the city boy in me pops up. And I'm getting used to it. But I got frogs. Whoa. I don't know. Where, where they come where, from? Where they come I don't know where they come from. And it's right in by, at the front door. There's a ledge on the front door. There's like a, you know, where the bricks come up to the front door there. And I've gone out because i got a patch of area I'm replacing the grass with. So i got to go out there and water it. And as I get the hose from the front and I'm watering, I'm walking past. And it's about the size of my fist. Now, I've seen little frogs jumping around. Yeah. And when there was some construction work, I saw turtles. Ooh. Right? Just, and I haven't seen them since. But this is the first time I've seen frogs. Okay. And I just leave them alone, but they still make me, you know, when I first see them. Yeah. It's, it's like a minute, a little, you're like, hey. I got a little mild stroke working. Yeah, like, where'd you come from and, and why are you feeling so comfortable here? So, that's it. Little nugget I bring up here. The city boys adjusting to, to life out here in the country. And we'll give a shout out to somebody we talked to last week. We talked to D.A. Lane last Saturday. Yes, morning. we did. We talked about his event that he had coming up, Bags and Swag, um, bringing a lot of uh, materials for back to school. Yesterday, uh, he posted something on his Twitter. Looks like a big success. I mean, there are a lot of folks that showed up, brought things uh, to, to help people get ready for back to school. So we salute him for that. Now, I don't know about the snow cones. I'm sure he had a place with snow cones. Or Italian ices. He, he, no, well, he, well, he said, well, listen, snow cones. I did listen to snow cones, but and so, Italian ice will work and, better. And you told him that's the reason why his thing would be a success. It would be. Anything has- <laughs> would be. If you put a snow cone machine in front of any business and offer a cone, you don't have to be the regular size that they have, but like you know, like a pup cup you give your dog when you go through certain drive throughs they give yeah, you. Yeah. There's a, t- a little snow cone for free. You coming into my business, here's a little snow cone for you. I'm not saying do it in January, but you do it during the summer months, you're going to have repeat customers. And how much can a snow cone machine cost? I have no idea. I don't either. But it can't cost a lot for the business that you would continue to get. Eric, you got anything on it? I didn't actually see the snow cone machine. Usually they were made by people. They get a big block of ice and the dude would shave it off. Put it in, you get the squirt thing, and boom, right there. You'd have to have a, a bigger assembly or, you know, line of people outside of business. But I'm telling you. Free snow cones to people as they come into your business or going shopping. You, oh, man. Maybe not clothes stores because you get your fingers all sticky and you no. touch the merchandise. Yeah, no, you won't do that. You, you don't want that happening. That outside of a you know, <laughs> perimeter mall or Lennox, but still.
Uh, earlier in the show, Sam and I, again, revisited, uh, kind of putting a bow on our thoughts on the SEC media days that took place here all of last week. You were down there. The the stories that, that came out uh, and were told during this past week, and the majority of them had really nothing to do with the play on the field. It was all about the stuff on the periphery, the noise being made between coaches, and, of course, here locally, you know, the sort of hand clap and it's about time money that was given to Kirby Smart. But we did spend a little bit of time talking about the Jedi mind trick that Jimbo Fisher tried to pull on us. Because you knew when he showed up, day after Nick Saban had already been there, that these two big dogs who went at each other a few weeks ago, questions were going to be asked. And Jimbo was asked about his time, you know, and what he said about Nick Saban. And if you didn't hear his response before we get into this, let's once again, and if you remember what he said when when Nick Saban put – Texas A&M and Jimbo in his mouth talking about the problems with NILs and the money that's being done and just the blatant disregard for tradition in football. And Jimbo then had a chance to say what he said, but then this past week, it's like that didn't happen. Here's what Jimbo said during his uh, SEC Media Day conference with the, uh, with the media. Listen, we, we're great. We Two competitive guys that go at it. Listen, we all learn from things we do in our business. You've got two competitive guys on a, on a topic that is very uh, everywhere, as they say. There's no rules in this thing and where it goes, and each state has different laws and everything. And like he said, I heard a statement he made, the arguments we had in the staff room and on the basketball court and all those things. But on the basketball court, we didn't have them. We were always on the same team. So we usually had them against other people. So I have great respect for Nick. And, thing, you know, that's unfortunately our thing went public. And that's, that's, sometimes that happens in this world. Nothing's private anymore, is it? Anyway, but, no, we have great respect for Nick. And we all learn from him. We all will learn. Like he said, he was learned. Hopefully I learn from things we do and say, and, and we move on from there. But have great respect for him in their program like always. With apologies to George Lucas, these aren't the droids you seek. Because that's what he was doing. That was that was Obi Wan Kenobi trying to pull a Jedi mind trick on us, like we didn't know what happened a few weeks earlier. Nothing's private anymore. Yeah, especially when you call, call a news Nothing's conference. private. You call a conference instead of in front of a bunch of microphones and, and say what you said. <sighs> Nothing's private anymore. Is 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 that about the answer? Not exactly, but is that about the response or type of response you would have expected from him? Both of them, actually, but from Jimbo because. I don't need to continue this. Let me just act like nothing ever happened because I got some other things I need to talk about and focus on. Well, I think that's because what the, uh, what the, what the principal kind of instructed them to do. They were both probably called to the principal's office, being the SEC commissioner. Really? And probably said, oh, yes, yeah, we, ain't, we ain't talking about that this week. We ain't coming for that this week. He, well, I'm pretty he, sure. He told Nick Saban that. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he told both of them to, to you know, squash it. Um, you know, we we, you know, we ain't here for that. We have the perception that Nick Saban does what he wants to do when he wants to do it, yeah, regardless but, but, of what but, other but, people but say. But you know what, though? We, we talk about how it seems like college football does whatever and the NCAA doesn't listen to, to them. They listen to Greg Sankey. So, you know what I mean? So because And, and, he, and, he, has, and he has to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he spoke first, he came from a position that, you know, hey, you know, he talked about everybody screaming about what's happening. Guess what? Things are never going to be like they were. He said that's the first thing he said Monday. So everybody's up in arms, screaming about this changing, that changing. It ain't going to be what it was. And that's that. Get used to it. Grab your brain. You know, if you're not going to move with it and be forward with it, go ride your tractor on your, on your farm. 
You know what I mean? That's that's basically that's basically take your ten million a year and go somewhere else, right? You know what I mean? And so that, that's the thing he was he was saying the stuff that's happening around here. Are you going to add some more teams? No, we already super conference. I mean, he shut a lot of stuff down in the beginning. You know, so I mean, people talked about it or whatnot, but he spoke his piece on. It. And, and and you know what? In a league like that, with people who, like you said, feel like they have the power and the rulers of all this survey, he's got to be that. Well, then he's the most powerful man in college football right now. Period. Well, yeah. Was, uh, I mean, we talk about the NCAA yeah, yeah, being a governing the, body, and we know that they're they're we kinda, they're, we, we they're kinda, toothless. We, we kind of established that fact. Yeah, he's powerful. But football. there's there, okay. What I'm saying is, it became international or nationally known. It was there, just like the money that we know has been. You know, whether it's a bag man here or uh, back dealings there, we know that money has been the root of the evil, but also. The good stuff having to do with college sports, most notably college football. Yeah, we know that, but now it's blatantly there. It's right. it's it's talked about in a way that hasn't been as as Greg Greg Stanky put it. This ain't you know. This is going to be different moving forward. Yeah, paraphrasing him. All right. So that being the case, earlier in the show I gave you a scenario because there isn't really one, but you you've been listening to other people a lot smarter than me that have been talking about the possibilities of what college football can look like 10 years down the road, five years down the road. And I brought up a scenario to you. And were this something that was accepted or a form of it, there has to be, as we put it, and I stole this phrase from somebody else, an adult in the room to tell these conferences, whether there's two huge ones or you come up with four 16-team conferences who will supply – X amount of teams at the end of the year, one, two, three, four, whatever, uh, to a playoff, and then that winner is the crowned national champion. That adult in the room that's overseeing that is the person who's going to have to tell a team like or program like Notre Dame, okay, we've spent the last five years while y'all been getting money from NBC setting this up, and the winner of this tournament is going to be the national champion. you got one of two choices. You can continue getting your money from NBC, but you're never going to be crowned national champion, or you can join one of these four conferences, and then you will be included. But it's got to be somebody who is genuinely respected across the board by the people who have ascended to the level of Nick Saban, of, of Dabo Sweeney, of Jimbo Fisher, of Kirby Smart. All of those guys genuflect when he says whatever. That's what you're telling me. As opposed to even Kevin Warren running well, the yeah, Big Ten. yeah, absolutely. Because he's, he's only he's, been there a minute and a half. Right, right. Well, well, well thank you. has been, been a, a bit longer. And, yeah, if, if he if he tells them to reel it in, they're going to reel it in. He's got that kind of pop. So he's, he's, he's the voice that I think, at least right now, as we sit here in July of 2022, yeah. right? Yeah. Eric, what, what you got? Uh, I mean, well, I got to change up because we're about to hit the break. I had a caller who wanted to ask you guys to give your opinions as we go to break. How do you feel about the salaries that the coaches are making now, especially with the new one that they're the high, they're, I was the highest high, paid speak, state officials, highest paid state employees. Yeah, uh, for, for every state that they come from, the, the highest paid. They in, don't the, get they, it. They were all in town this week. They don't get it unless it's there. Yeah, that's, that's that's it true. right there. They don't get it unless it's there. It's just like NBA players, it's just like the like, Yankees. Why, why, why yeah, the NBA yeah. players getting all this? The, the market, the market bears. So the market bears. And we talked about the thing that 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 contract does for Kirby, for Kirby Smart and does for Georgia. It's for recruiting. You know, you can recruit kids and say, "Hey, he's going to be here. He's your coach, and we've invested in him. He will be here." So put that out of your mind. Him going anywhere. So 
That, that's, that's part of and, what it is. And by the way, it's only because we know what they're making is the problem for some people. Let me ask you a question. How much is how much is Brian Snicker making a year? How much is how much is Tony Larusa making a year? In other words, baseball managers they don't get their salaries put out there like players and coaches and even the coaches in the NFL. But for whatever reason, and this is because it's our tax dollars in a lot of ways. You know, these guys are state employees. But also, but also, they want the competition to know that they're in the business where they recruit the folks. But major league owners, professional owners. They're going to get whoever the, the team signs. Yeah. This, like I said, is recruiting when you let you know you have a certain person. We are, uh, again, it's just, uh, may you live in interesting times, and it's right there in front of us, blatant as it is. But we're going to switch gears and talk to Joe Patrick next. Atlanta United is getting ready to go up against LA Galaxy, and the Braves, they are playing pretty good. They already got the Series 1 with, uh, who are they playing right now? Yeah, I'm just going to, Angels. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they was going for a sweep today. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg having a house party on this Sunday morning. We can't thank you enough for making us a part of your Sunday morning. Want to uh, remind you that if you are a fan or were a fan of Kenny Maine on the Four Letter Network, he's with us now. Hey, Maine is available. Podcast, not only that one, but unwritten. Everything you need to know about those unwritten rules of baseball, both podcasts you can find on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. There you go. When I hear this now, of course, I think of house parties. And then, by extension, I think of what you told me. I didn't do it as much as you, but we had a conversation one morning talking about the parties you used to go to where you'd be dancing, and all of a sudden everybody just blow their whistles. Yeah, and the you whistles, said, man. man. the whistles. I just keep yeah. the whistles with me. Yeah, the whistles. It happened, but at places I went and had some sets, but I just wasn't a whistleblower. No, I didn't keep go. it. Did you go out and get a new whistle? You had a whistle that you use in the state in a certain pocket. I'd lose yeah, it. Yeah, well, they had to have a certain pitch to it, too. It couldn't just be any old whistle. So, yeah, that was good. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Our friend of the show. And listen, wears multiple hats. And it, yeah, he does. It, and he's about to switch hats big time this week. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> and we talk about the, the, the hat switching is going on as we speak. <laughs> Joe Patrick joining Sam and Greg here. Morning, partner. How are you? How you doing, man? Good morning, guys. I'm I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just bracing myself for the uh, the heat of training camp, obviously in the NFL. But yeah, no, doing well. How about you guys? We are uh, we're trying to figure out what's going on in college football. That's our that's our plight. And 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 we don't and, want him to wear that hat now. He already no got no a no. I'm hats. just saying. Yes, we were doing, and we're trying to we're trying he, to weasel he, our he, way into he, Chicago he, for the NASCAR race next year. <laughs> That's, yeah, you never. You, it's always a tricky. It's always tricky wading into uh, college football territory. There's. It's just. It seems to be the wild west nowadays. It's crazy. It is that. So then let's let's not do it and let's move on and talk about something nice. What are we to expect from uh, Atlanta United out there in L.A. for this match tonight? It's going to be an interesting one, guys. I mean, there. It's actually there's a lot riding on this one for Atlanta United. They 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 come off this three game homestand. I guess you would call it. Um, to moderate success, I would say, you know, four points over the three games, probably not exactly what you wanted, but they did get some positive momentum kind of towards the end. Obviously it started in that 
terrible fashion with the three nothing loss to Austin. The team had this whole, you know, team meeting. Um, I'm sure words were exchanged and things. And but by all accounts, and Gonzalo Pineda has said this to us in training, which is that um, it was has proved to be very productive for this team. And we saw it, you know, in the, the following game, they won against Real Salt Lake, and then they had a, a draw against Orlando last weekend that really should have been a win. I mean, they dominated that game. They had the chances that they needed at the end of the game to win it. They just didn't pull it out. And the goal they gave up was kind of an anomaly. So you have, I I think if you're at Lenny United, you feel like you've got some good momentum going, but it's always tough to win on the road in this league. As we know, we talk about all the time. And then, you know, the, the stakes on this game, if this team wins this game tonight, they move up into eighth place in the, in the Eastern conference. That's one game out or one spot out of the playoffs. And I think they'll be tied on point uh, with, for the, for a playoff spot. So, They'll be right in it if they win this game against the Galaxy tonight. But if they lose, you're on the other end of that. You're still a distance away. You'll have a ton of teams in between you. So I think just from a psychological perspective, it helps to, to get yourself up in the standings when you have those opportunities. And so it's going to be important. And you just hope they can carry some of that momentum that I was talking about into this game and, and you know just carry on and be able to, to put it in a performance on the road that they haven't seemed to have been able to do uh, on a regular basis. Spend his time with the WaitForIt.com outline this morning with Joe Patrick. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at JAPatrick200, JAPatrick200. We've heard Gonzalo Pineda use the, the, the term or the phrase, we're back or it's back or whatever it is that was mm-hmm. missing with this team. You know, what do you, what do you feel like it is? And do you feel like they've been able to bottle it up and take it out to the West Coast with them? Yeah, I think that what he's talking about there, he's, he's been saying the team is back, the team is back. And I think what he's talking about is just the the team mentality that you have to have uh, you know, as a soccer team. Like it, it, It's a really unique sport in that you really have to have all the players on the field in sync at the same time working for each other. And I think that that last part is the critical key that maybe was not happening with this team at earlier points in the season. I think that's when we saw the whole breakdown happen against Austin, which was that, you know, guys just like we're not working for each other. I think guys kind of had the mindset of like, do your job, which is great, but there was nobody to cover, uh, you know, if somebody wasn't doing their job or if somebody needed help, the help wasn't there. And so I think what Gonzalo Pineda is pleased with is the fact that he sees these players working for each other and doing some of the selfless things, you know, again, soccer is punishing because like what helping someone means, means it means going on a 60 yard sprint which is painful, especially when you're, you know, 70 minutes into a game, you're already exhausted, but it's just like that has to come from within somewhere. And I don't know if that was coming from some of these players uh, before that happened against Austin, but I do think that we are starting to see that now. And so that's what Gonzalo Pineda was talking about. It was interesting though. We talked to George Campbell on Thursday and he was asked about this exact question. He said, do you think the team is back? And I thought that his response was actually very a very mature one for a guy who just turned 21 years old, which was, he was like, no, we're not back. We have to prove that we're back in every single game that we play. It's not, it's not enough to say like, okay, well, we proved that we can do this or that. We have to continue to prove that every time we step out onto the field. And I think that that in and of itself is a mindset that maybe this team hasn't either hasn't had or just hasn't had on the forefront of its mind that it has to go and prove itself every time it steps on the field. And so that's what's giving me some encouragement going into this. Uh, again, they got two games on the uh, two game road trip here coming up. First one starts tonight in LA. And I think that that's a really good mindset to have when you're starting a couple of critical games like they have. 
Atlanta United's in L.A. taking on the Galaxy pregame at 9 o'clock. Kick at 9.30. You can hear all that right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. All right, let's switch gears. Put your other hat on, man. And just tell me this. Uh, you got two of the pitchers on the Braves in the top five as far as na- uh, pitching leaders in the league. I'm not just talking about the National League. And is it – have you had more fun watching Austin Riley at the plate now than you have with this Braves at any other point? It's just this, – this is a fun <laughs> team to watch right now from top to bottom. He, he's on an absolute heater right now. And it is always fun to watch. And, you know, that's the one thing about Austin Riley is he's really just shown ever since he came up to the Braves, even as a rookie, that he's capable of just going off uh, and, and really – being the kind of player that can honestly like carry a team. And I know like we, we think about that a lot with a guy like Ronald Acuna who can kind of, you know, light up and, and, and carry you. And I think that honestly, he did not get enough credit Acuna did last year for kind of keeping the team floating above the water. Uh, even though their record wasn't like great, it was somewhat sustainable for them to go on and take that and carry it to a, a championship run uh, after he got hurt. But Austin Riley is clearly one of those guys we're seeing it right now. I mean, the power is among the best in baseball, uh, which he, I don't know if he actually gets enough credit for how much power he has because he doesn't get cheated on these home runs either. I mean, he is absolutely crushing these balls. Uh, it's just so fun to watch. And then, yeah, I mean, on the other side, this is what's so exciting about the Braves. We just talked about Austin Riley, how much he's got. I mentioned Ron Cunha. We all know the kind of star power he has and what he can do with his bat. There are so many other players in that Braves lineup who are capable of the same thing. And then you flip it around and you look at those pitching staff, Max Reed, Kyle Wright, Spencer Strider, three of the best pitchers in baseball so far this year. You've got so much strength in this rotation. And, you know, the bullpen, I know the bullpen has probably been – uh, maybe one of the weaker points. It's hard to say that the Braves team really has a weakness uh, when, you know, relative to the rest of the league. Maybe the bullpen has been the weakest part of the, of the team overall, but still saying that it's a very solid bullpen. And the reason that it's been a weakness is because some of the guys just haven't like pitched up their potential uh, from what we've seen in the past. Like even if you right. go to a Tyler Matic, like he was obviously hurt kind of at the beginning of this year. So there's so many, and it's just, a, that's why this team is so fun to watch because it seems like they, they're going, they're going to give themselves a chance to win basically every night. Whether that happens or not, we don't know, but it's, they're always going to present a fun baseball game to watch. And it's got to be maddening to the Angels as they sit over there with, on their line, you know, in their lineup, they have arguably the best player in baseball who's not there right now, but he's in talking about Mike Trout. And then you got the league's MVP with Otani, who, by the way, has given the Braves something during this visit. Albeit they lost the game, but the guy pitched lights out when he pitched the other night, and then he jerked a line drive out last night. So he got a home run and a nice pitching a performance from him. But this is a full team from top to bottom when you talk about this Braves team. And it's got to be maddening for them because they've been trying to put players around them, around those two players that I mentioned, to get to this level. Right. The Braves got a chip last year with their all-star player, the top vote-getter this year, out. And they're doing it again. They're ascending up. They're, they're right in the Mets' back, and I believe they're going to catch them. And during their series with them, probably pass them. That's the hope. And they're doing it without their all-star second baseman. So, again, when you talk about building a team, it's those components that you plug in from the bench that fill in when your all-star goes down. And the Angels haven't had that. And that's probably one of the reasons they got rid of Joe Madden and still sit where they sit in the division. Yeah, I mean, that's right, Greg. And I think that Joe Madden may have been, like, a little bit hard done by because the issue I see with the Angels is more organization organizationally like yeah you you were able to you know you drafted mike trout and he became a superstar the best player one of the best players ever in baseball great that's great but how do you build a team you know like that that's one player how do you build a team they've not been able to do that they've tried to get guys like anthony rundown 
in free agency to, to kind of surround, you know, bring in essentially signing free agents to, to, to put around some of these players and Otani, maybe, you know, he was technically a free agent, but you know, he's a player that you build around also. But if you contrast that with this Braves team, I mean, Dansby Swanson, Austin Riley, uh, Michael Harris, Ron Vicuña, Ozzie Albies. Like these are all guys who came from the Braves system. Max Reed, Kyle Wright, you know, like uh, Ian Anderson. You could just, the list goes on and on of players that the Braves have developed. And that's a credit to what they have in place organizationally to bring these players through and get the maximum out of them. Uh, yeah, again, like, okay, maybe they would have tra- they traded for Dansby Swanson, but he essentially came up, you know, like right. he, he was, he, he feels like a Braves homegrown. So, like, all I'm saying is, like, the Braves have really shown how to do this in a sustainable way, and that's, again, what makes this so exciting. This is not like a Braves team that's here for one year, or last year's championship team was like a team that was put together for a short period of time. This is a, period, this is a team that's going to have a championship window that's open for a long time, and that's ultimately how you build a dynasty, is building it through your own resources. All right, I thought we were up. Oh yeah, we're up against it, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I figured we were. I was like, yeah. I cut myself yeah. off. Really. I, 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 I jumped keep up. going on about it. Yeah, he <laughs> went on, and Mr. Crenshaw had a question, and we, we just kind of shut him down. So I apologize for that. But as always, man, we thank you very, very much for getting up and being part of the show. And as Sam, me on, guys. I and, appreciate and, it. And as Sam likes to say, get us a win for Atlanta United today. Have fun this week at Flowery right. Branch, dude. Oh yeah. Thanks, guys. All right, yeah. we'll see you. That's Joe Patrick yeah. joining. He's going to be out there. We're all going to be out there. Yeah, they're roasting. Yeah. It's going to be nice and toasty for him out there. <laughs> John and Hugh, Andy and Randy, starting August 1st, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, will be at Falcons training camp. Actually, August 5th, the front row will be out there. All right. Jake Shapiro, Sandra right. Golden. Yeah. will be there. Anyway, we're going to turn things over to Chris Goforth, top of the hour. we got some unfinished business coming up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Saturdays and Sunday mornings. We're doing 6 to 10 um, for the next few weeks. And then let me just remind everybody coming up in, is it the 19th? 19th. 19th of August is the first of season two. Yep, of the high school scoreboard show. That means Mr. Crenshaw is going to be busy. He's going to be like Brian Gummel in Real Sports. He'll be anchored someplace. You and your partner, Chris, uh, I was I always want to say his name wrong because I I got grew up with a kid whose name Chris is Parker. similar Chris Parker yeah I want to call him Peterson for some reason it's, like I said it's a kid I grew up with yeah. um, we'll be anchoring and with your correspondence your vast number of correspondents yes. throughout the world of high school including our own Eric Slaughter yes yes you will start that on Friday nights the nineteenth yeah. of August nineteenth of August which means the twentieth the Saturday morning you will not be with us yeah but they'll be having the biscuits and gravy game. Well, even moving forward, though, after that, after yeah, your Friday yeah, nights, yeah. you will be, you will be not. You might check in from time to time. Yeah, from you time can to check time, in. From time to time. But, we'll, you know, we'll you got see. this other thing going on, and and God bless you, and I and I support you 100. percent As a matter of fact, I'm hoping that we get sound from each one of those Friday night broadcasts on the Saturday show to remind people what you're doing the night before for whatever reason. They 
They got other things going on. It's like, oh, no, y'all missed this with Sam last night. And then next Friday, they'll be tuned in. And we hope that they will tune in. Check out uh, season two of the high school football scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Five hours for a lot of fun, and it moves. You know, we started doing it last year. I didn't realize it was going to move the way that it did. But when we're checking in with the correspondents, different places, giving us updates, uh, we get interviews, people who are on topics, but also talk with some coaches. Um, some may have off week, also have our school day segment. We're lining up folks to be school day's guests. Probably we'll have some of the people who are new inductees into the uh, High School Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, and, hope and, 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 and let them tell some stories about their high school days. Back up a little bit, though. Tell yeah. people what the school day segment is. Well, school so day segment was something that, that, we, uh, that, that we want to do just to talk to uh, people who played the high school football here in the metro Atlanta area. Um, but, and some have exceeded, you know, and played the game at the collegiate and professional levels. Nobody asks those guys about high school. Once you play the game at the hell, people are always asking you about college. They always ask you about the pros. That's we saw you, though. But that's you know? why we saw you. But, but that's, that's the, you know what I mean? Or even a guy like Marquise Grissom, who came on with us last year, who didn't play any more football after high school. He was a baseball player. He said, when last time somebody asked you about, 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 about football, he says, it's been 30 years, man. There's a backlog of stories those guys want to tell right. about those times on Friday nights. And uh, we, we thought that was so so much fun. So, it was great, and we started out last year. We started out with Calvin Johnson just a couple of weeks after he got. He started his, off with a Hall of Famer. He got his gold jacket, <laughs> right? He got his gold jacket, and uh, but we just talked about high school, and it was great. Chuck Smith come on, and, and back in those days when Chuck came through, you had a North Georgia champion and South Georgia champion. It's not like now where you could kick off a game early in the season, play somebody from down south. Was making the cutoff. You, you play right along making Warner Robbins right along there was about to cut. So, I mean, you didn't see those folks unless you made it to the state championship game you, before you saw a team from South Georgia. And so you're hearing about a player down there, Warner Robbins. You want to get to him, and you, but you can't. Some folks you, in Valdosta playing you, pretty good. You, what about uh, Propes? Well, that's, that's Well, he was in Alabama yeah. back then. Okay. He wasn't even here. He wasn't even here then? No, he was in Alabama. Okay, I don't follow Russ Propes. I just know him here and whacking his head against a dude's helmet. No, man, he was over and over in Alabama. But, but, but I'm just saying – you know, back then, so so it's great hearing people tell stories from different times and different different eras, and, and so that's what we kind of do with that. So it ended up being something uh, pretty fun, and we're looking to get some different people to get to do it this time. Can I call in and, and see what's up? You can call in and you know what's whatever. going on you over there. Hillgrove or McKeechee no, yeah, yeah. or something. Absolutely, absolutely. Let you know what's going on in West. You going to send some folks out to West Cobb? Absolutely. Okay. Just we checking. send folks out that West Cobb, you know, North Cobb. <laughs> all, all, all over the place. East Cobb, all you know, of them. North Cobb, we're expecting them to have a really great season up there. We we had a guest on last week, and we just used his initials, just D.A. He had an event yeah. that took place, mm-hmm. and apparently it was pretty successful. Very successful. When Very I, successful. I'm going to mention it again. Bags and swag. Bags and swag yesterday. Uh, D.A. Lane, our friend, former UGA, former Wheeler High School basketball standout who loves to do things uh, – to give back to the community. And he had a lot of participants and sponsors who were lined up to help him out with this. And uh, they were just collecting things to get folks ready to go back to school, you know, because they got to go. They got to go here in a <laughs> couple got no of days. Choice. They got to go. They got air-conditioned buildings. They got to go back to school. You with the air-conditioned buildings. It's true. Uh, yeah, I, I know. That's why they have to go because the buildings are air-conditioned. If the buildings weren't air-conditioned, they have to wait till after Labor Day. But no. And it is a guarantee that it's not going to be but, hot but, around here after but, Labor but, Day. No, but yeah, but not as hot as it is and it's going to be here in a week. They got to go back in a week. There's just, again, when you and I talk, the differences between where we came up and the issues that we had in front of us that just get through everyday life is, is, like I said, interesting because 
while that's something that's foreign to me, um, and, and, and it, 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 I'm just talking strictly north and south, you never had to go out and warm up the car. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know warm up yeah, the car. Warm, yeah, I mean, like, daily. Yeah. It was part of, like, okay, I got breakfast. This, I, got, I need 20 minutes to warm the car up. <laughs> Right? Yeah, you yeah. never did that. Yeah, you had to do that. Um, and then you talk about just the, the, as you say, fish grease hot in some of them classrooms coming up with a fan in the window. That's all blowing you blowing the heat around. Blow, blowing the heat around, right? You know, man, I was in the media center here Friday. I went to the um, high school football media day for Gwinnett County. I was at Duluth High School, and some of the things they got in those places now. I mean, media center basically was library. I didn't see do a decibel system on the wall anywhere. And so I was just looking at it. <laughs> But they got all kind of um, things like, you know, like a charging station. But it's like, oh, right. yeah. but, but you got a mount, it's on a wheel and it can roll to different sides of the build, mm-hmm. of the room, plug it in and you can just charge up stuff on all. I was like, when did they get stuff like that? You know, it's pretty, just pretty cool things that they, you know, if it's been a while since you've been. You know. <laughs> I just was fortunate and I'm sure that was the case up, up, you know, up in Chicago. I just didn't have, I never had a class in a trailer. They had the trailers there, but I just was for I kept the times that I was there, I dodged them. Yeah. And and I wasn't I missed those too. I mean there, there, there are other schools that, that that had them. Right. But mine didn't happen. Sam yeah. McGregor, Sports Radio, 9290 game, 9290game.com. Anyway, I want to thank Spencer Smith, uh, Georgia High School. What's it what's his actual title? Does he have an actual I, title? I, I, I think he used to be like the president, but but he's not that anymore. But he's still, you know, a, a spokesperson for it and and an officer in it, an official in it, an official among the officials. Well, uh, and so that's uh, just for that particular association. There was a there was a definite connection between Spencer Smith and our own Eric Slaughter this morning, and we got we and got. Anybody that's got to just walk oh, in. Oh, and Garrett we, we too. Got, we got another official. Another official. In. Okay, so it was all about officials this morning, and the money you can make, but also the opportunities that were <laughs> um, that were there. And again. Uh, we gave out the, again, and I want to bring Eric in on this. Finally, where would you tell the people who are considering becoming an official, basketball, football, whatever, locally here, like yourself, where's their first stop online? GHSA.org slash officials. Whatever sport you are interested in, find the closest camp to where you live. The first camp you go to, is free because they want you to come out, go through the training, and see whether or not you really will think this is something you want to do because there's no harm in, hey, I gave it a try, it wasn't what I expected, or I gave it a try, and why did I wait so long? So go to the camp. The first camp you go to is free. They want you to come to camp, not have to pay for it, and get the training to start. That's the one thing they do to help – you know, negate the cost because you do still have to go out and buy the uniforms. But go right. to the camp. The camp is free. There you go. Okay. All right. So we okay. had that on this morning. Okay. Eddie Gonzalez, want to thank him. Big night out there to Coco Golf. Is going. To, you might be out there for that. The temperature will come down yes, by will. the time she hits the court. But, of course, Atlanta Open is going on. Joe Patrick just joined us. And I think I need to dump all this stuff here. Are we ready for that there? I'm just because – Winds down. It's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg. It's basically all the insignificant information that happened on this date that I didn't You got mention. a lot of it. Well, you know, Brigham Young 
and okay. his and his folks okay. found Salt Lake City on this day. Okay, not the university, but, but Salt Lake. Well, he was leading them, so they hadn't made the university yet. Okay, they all just right. found. A, but of all places, anyway, this was 1846. Did you know the first state to be reaccepted into the Union after the after uh, the Civil War? If you had to guess what state that was, but it happened on this date in 1866, and it wasn't Georgia. It was the one just north of us. Really? Tennessee. Tennessee. The first Confederate state readmitted to the Union happened on this day. Apollo 11 landed back on Earth. Whoa. Those of y'all don't know, 11 was the one that landed on the moon, and the guys got out and walked around. Neil Armstrong yeah, and Buzz, yeah. Buzz Aldrin. Yep. Um, bringing it to sports, this was the day of the pine tar game. Whoa. <laughs> If you don't know, you know the footage, famous footage, George we'll Brett. See that. We'll see that a few times today. 1983, George Brett had a home run taken away from him. I, I want to I, I say it was Billy Martin who was the manager. But I, I, was, I was just going to say that. It was Billy Martin. It was I Billy. It, that, that sounds like yes. a Billy Martin thing. Mm-hmm. But um, it was overturned, and then, of course, George Brett comes running out of there. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. dugout after the umpire. But, yeah, that happened on this day. Famous birthdays on this day. Willie Davis. Okay. Lost him in 2020. Mm-hmm. Walt Bellamy. Yeah, former Hawk. <sighs> Lost him in Bell. 13. Here's a couple names from the past. Kevin Butler. Okay. From the Bears, but also yep. Georgia oh, here. Yep, yep. Uh, Steve Grogan, speaking of the Bears, he saw him in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The mailman turns 59 today. Carl Malone. Oh, Malone. Turning 58 today. Wait for it. Barry Bonds. Really? Yeah, Really? Barry Bonds born in 60, I don't have it in front of me here, but he's 58 years old today. Okay. Has he retired yet, by the way? <laughs> Officially? Did he ever, did he ever yeah, yeah. Rick Fox. Um, has this guy been, I, I, I don't know what the word to use is, is just, Michael Richards. Kramer. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. All right. All has right. he been forgiven? I guess is what I was going for. He's 73. Woo. Um, wow. And also, Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Excuse me, Jennifer Aflac. Yes, yes, the newlywed. 43 today. Mm-hmm. And finally, this is the one. Whoa, 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 whoa. J-Lo's over 50. 53, I'm sorry, 53. Oh, about, yeah, you know, 53, she still sorry. look good. She looked 43, <laughs> yeah, but good. she's over 50. Yeah. 53, sorry. Uh, and 1948 was the inaugural on this day of Marvin the Martian. From the Bugs Bunny cartoons. Bugs Bunny. Oh man, remember that? Marvin the Martian yeah. Was, yeah. was 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 first seen on this day <laughs> in 1948. <laughs> and those are the insignificant tidbits from July 24th that we needed to get to. Very nice. <sighs> Very nice. So we're going to just kind of get through this day. Want to get through the day part of the rest of the Sunday because that's when the heat is out there. Yeah. If you got somewhere specific to go, it's just you know find yourself some shade, watch a game, do whatever, and then. Go out around 5, 6 o'clock tonight when it starts to come down. I want to do that. What time does Coco hit the court? Um, the evening session is due to start around 7. If the other matches before that all go on schedule, that's that's the other thing. If the other matches that are due for that court go on schedule, then it will start around 7 o'clock, but it's the evening session. Um, we got what, Braves, 130 mm-hmm. today. It's going to be a little toasty out there. When they, Ian Anderson is going to start for the Braves today. Watching uh, F1. Uh, Max Verstappen is leading. Lewis Hamilton is running second. They got about 30 laps in here in French Grand Prix. Uh, NASCAR is up the road at Pocono. 
And I want to remind you, Atlanta United out in L.A. Take it on the Galaxy. Free game at 9 o'clock, kick at 9.30. You can hear that game right here. Eric Slaughter again, thank you for everything, sir. Thanks, Eric. Mr. Crenshaw, you have yourself a wonderful day. You do as well. I will try to. And for everybody out there listening, again, thank you for making us a part of your Sunday morning. You all go out and have yourself a big day. It's Sam and Greg back next Saturday morning, 6 a.m. to 10. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.